Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hey, beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart. Welcome back, brilliant listener. It is episode number 44, and this week we're talking about shadow healing. But before we can even begin to talk about this topic, I wanted to let you know that I need to speak to something that has been weighing on my heart. The category of Soul Health Mentor Podcast is listed as spirituality and religion because it's the closest thing to what I talk about. I do talk about the soul. I do talk about the heart. I do talk about spirituality. I do not talk about religion. I wish there was a more appropriate category for this podcast, which would be purpose and consciousness. And that's what I want to talk to you about today in the context of shadow healing. But before we can even do that, we need to address the following dualistic nature of certain topics. And these certain topics are spirituality versus religion, sovereignty versus dogma, purpose versus social conditioning, and shadow healing versus light washing. So let's begin. I will tell you my definition of spirituality and I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to get out of your mind and into your heart. In this case it means anything that you've been taught about what it's supposed to be. Get out of your conditioned mind. Empty the mind. Open your heart and just listen. Listen to how your body resonates. Look for signs of constriction and see where you find your truth. So spirituality to me is simply my relationship with the divine. That's it. My relationship with the divine. Now what do I define as divine? I am divine. My heart and soul is divine. My higher self is divine. My purpose is divine. And my consciousness has the ability to move myself out of my mind, my rational mind, my monkey mind, into my heart so I can express my divinity, so I can experience joyous peace of mind, so I can live on purpose, so I can be healthy, so I can fulfill my potential. All those things, all those things have to do with my relationship to the divine and that's how I define spirituality. That's it. It's very personal. It's very intimate. It's a very unique to you pursuit. Nobody can tell you what your relationship to the divine is because it's your inner world 
that will define that relationship. Now religion is a construct of what someone else is telling you. Someone else is telling you what's right and wrong. Someone else is telling you what the world should look like. Someone else is telling you what to expect. Someone else is telling you what God or the divine is supposed to be. And at a very young age, that didn't resonate with me. That did not feel right in my body. And as I've told you in the beginning podcasts, in the launch podcasts, the very first one, I told you that I was brought up, I grew up in a family of spiritual seekers. So my dad was Catholic. I was baptized Catholic. But my mom was born into Islam. And there was this mix of Christianity and Islam in our family. And then my parents just decided that they are going to seek. They're going to see what's out there. So my dad would go to different, um, how do you say? He would seek out different communities to just check it out. So I remember going to Mormon church just to check it out. And when my dad went to visit family in South Africa, he would pray with the family because the family in South Africa was Islamic. And my mom at one point also saw the things that didn't feel right in organized religion, the things that are taught and said just didn't feel right in her in her body. It just didn't sit right. So she became a spiritual seeker as well. And somewhere along the line, we were just a family of spiritual seekers looking to build the relationship to their divine, to their heart and soul, and finding their purpose through consciousness. So now you can see why I think that my podcast should be the category of purpose and consciousness, not the category of spirituality and religion. And this does not mean that I disrespect anybody that feels comfortable in their religion. Not at all. That's not what I mean. I just wanted to let you know that I respect your personal relationship with the divine, How it may look. I am not going to tell you what that looks like. What I speak here is out of your mind and into your heart wisdom, out of your rational condition monkey mind, into your heart space to hear your truth, to hear your intuition, to hear your guidance, nobody else's. And all I can do in this pursuit of sharing out of your mind and into your heart wisdom with you is share my own experience, which is anchored in the experience of spirituality as my personal relationship with the divine. And in this personal relationship with the divine, I find sovereignty. What does sovereignty mean? Sovereignty means 
that I am self-governing. I do not look for answers outside of myself when I'm in my heart space. When I'm in my conditioned rational mind, of course, of course, I'm human. It's how we were all conditioned to find answers and power and resources outside of ourselves. When in truth, we are a self-governing, powerful system where all of body, mind, heart, and spirit, where all the answers are found within. And within self-governing energy, within sovereignty, there is no dogma. There is no right or wrong, because I cannot know what's right for you. Only you can know what's right for you. I cannot truly, intimately know you. Only you can truly, intimately know yourself. And if you feel like sharing that intimacy with me, then I might get to know your inner world. But if you choose to shut down your inner world, to not get to know yourself, then how are you going to communicate it to the outside world? And in sovereignty, in a self-governing state, you find purpose. And the first level of purpose is to live true to yourself, to live true to your heart and soul, to live true to your personal, intimate, unique relationship with the divine, to live true to what your intuition and higher self-guidance is whispering into your heart. That's all. That's the first level of purpose. But now let's look at social conditioning. From a very young age, we have been conditioned to not be ourselves. We have been taught that it is not safe to be ourselves. We have been taught to adapt to function. And yes, of course, social conditioning has its place. A society needs to function. But now let's imagine an evolved society, a society that's anchored in purpose and consciousness. So this society would know that the first level of purpose is to get to know yourself intimately. Imagine parents that knew this. Imagine parents that knew that every single soul has a spiritual gift that it is here to discover and to express and to serve with. That this gift, this discovery serves everybody else on the planet. Imagine that. Imagine these parents cultivated their own spiritual gift and are using it in their life to create abundance, to create health, to get freedom, to do good things on the earth and for the earth. Now, those are parents that would support their children in cultivating their spiritual gift, in discovering what they came here to do. And it would be this relationship between parent and child that would foster not only the spiritual gift, the talents, the skill set, but it would also foster 
inner voice, intuition, divine guidance, because that's how their parents discovered their gift. Can you see that? And then you can understand why we, I'm Generation X, and I think the very younger generations, it might be different, but the systems and structures of social conditioning that is anchored in dogma and in this right or wrong and is anchored in it's not safe to be you, those constructs are, are ancient. So it's going to take some time to dismantle them. But I want you to imagine this society that is anchored in purpose and consciousness and how it would look. And then we can begin to understand that the so social conditioning that we went through doesn't serve us. And it's like we forget who we are. We are conditioned to forget who we are at soul level. We were conditioned to function, to adapt, to survive. But surviving is not thriving. And at this point, I want to share one of my favorite quotes from Alex, I can't say the last name, Dejainer. I, I think it's a Norwegian name, and I probably, I know I totally butchered, butchered it. But the quote goes as follows. When a flower doesn't bloom, you don't fix the flower. You fix the environment it grows in. So we've been conditioned to fix the flower. We've been conditioned and taught that we are wrong, that the way we are is not right, and that we need to fix the flower. And fixing the flower is all the coping mechanisms we've adapted to survive. And all of it has had its place. And our parents did the best they could. They weren't supported in their purpose and consciousness. And their parents weren't supported in the purpose and consciousness, as I talked about in this context of this podcast. So it's ancestral healing as well. And you might be the one in your family that said, I am drawing the line in the sand. It stops with me. I know I was. And even though I grew up in a family of spiritual seekers and my parents did absolutely the best they could and they left me with some amazing gems, they too were suffering from the wounds of social conditioning, of dogma and religion in the case of my mom. So it took time for them to untangle and in them untangling, I witnessed them. And I said to myself, it stops here. I am not going to carry this forward. I am going to heal what needs healing. I'm going to empower what needs empowering. And that's how I started opening my own Akashic records from a very young age. It's the spiritual gift I brought into this world. I was born with it. I was born with a certain kind of relationship that I naturally have with my own Akashic Record and my Spirit Guide team and my Divine Guidance. 
but it wasn't something that was immediately there. It is something that I had to excavate. And even though I was doing it and using the access to my Akashic records intuitively to find higher vantage point answers and views when I was facing challenges in life or when I was witnessing my parents face their challenges in life, even though I did that intuitively through my heart space, I had to excav excavate it. I was 39 years old before I started hearing via intuition, via inner teacher, via higher self-guidance, I was hearing the phrase, the book of life, the book of life, the book of life, and I didn't even know what it meant. Excuse me. <clears throat> so, it takes time. Now, we can talk about shadow healing versus light washing. And I'm going to use my parents as an example. They did the best they could and they worked with the resources they had. And at the time of consciousness in humanity, the way they did it was perfect for the time. So this is not about right or wrong. Remember, this is not about a set of rules. This is not about dogma. This is not about me telling you what to do. It's about understanding what shadow healing is. And you can only understand what shadow healing truly is once you have differentiated the difference between spirituality, your personal relationship with the divine, and religion, a construct where someone else tells you what's right or wrong, you cannot understand shadow healing in its true capacity if you haven't understood the difference between sovereignty and dogma. You cannot apply shadow healing to the best of its capacity when you haven't understood what purpose in its foundation is. So level one purpose is discovering who you are at soul level, what spiritual gift you brought here into this world, what your divine potential is that wants to unfold, that wants to expand, that wants to grow here on earth to serve you first and then others. Before you haven't understood that, you cannot understand how social conditioning has obstructed your access to your truest purpose. Shadow healing then is everything, looking at everything that is in the way of your connection to the divine and your purpose. And light washing is not shadow healing. So let's talk about that. My parents learned about positive thinking via mind um, power. Positive thinking, mind power, Joseph Murphy, John Kihu, these are authors that were illuminating this new technology, this new spiritual technology at the time. And since we are complex beings, 
We are multidimensional. We have a body, we have a mind, we have a heart, and we have a soul. And within the mind lives divine mind and ego. Within the mind lives the subconscious, the conscious, and the superconscious. Now, the ego will always understand things in a very, how can I say, limited way. It is superconsciousness, divine mind, higher self, that understands the human experience from a higher vantage point view. So my parents did the best they could with what they had and they let me know about positive thinking and that was fantastic. It was fantastic for them to tell me that I could have anything I wanted in life. I just needed to think the right way. That was fantastic. The only thing was that it worked. It planted the seed when I was 11 and it had me be this spiritual seeker, this spiritual warrior that is on purpose, on fire to expand her consciousness while manifesting the dreams she had. That worked from 11 to 35 and I manifested so many amazing things. But at 35, I hit rock bottom and I had manifested a whole lot of dysfunctional situations, a whole lot of negative situations that had me pretty stuck. So I had to question that. I had to question and I came to learn through my soul, through my own relationship with the divine, through my intuitive hits, through my divine guidance, I came to learn that we are not just the mind. We are body, mind, heart, and soul. And within the mind, there's so much complexity. There is divine mind and the ego. There's the subconscious, conscious, and superconscious. That's a lot to untangle. And there's a lot to dismantle there. And if I am creating dysfunctionality, it has to do with my own polarity. To every soul, there's a spiritual gift. To every soul, there is also the dysfunctional aspect of their soul's gift and the functional aspect of their soul's gift. There's the positive expression and the negative polarity expression. So it's all within normal range. It's okay. It's just that we haven't been taught that. And that's the work I do as a soul realignment practitioner working in the records one-on-one -on -one with my clients. That's why it's called soul realignment. Are you aligned with your soul's gift? Or are you currently manifesting the negative polarity of your gift because you don't know any better? And once you align to your soul's gift, there's also a clearing that needs to happen. There's a lot of negative karmic patterns that we carry around with us from past lives, but also from our ancestral line. So there's a lot to unpack. And just thinking positively does not cut it. 
And when just thinking it positively becomes light washing in the sense that you don't want to see the shadow, that you don't want to feel the hard feelings, when you're stuck in a dysfunctional manifestation of your own gift, you don't feel great. And pretending that you do, pretending that positive thinking will get your you yourself out of this situation that is light washing i didn't get myself out of that situation i had manifested back in 2010 and years leading up to it it just kept getting worse no i had to take some drastic drastic action and that was me that was my path so i'm not telling you what's right or wrong here i'm just sharing with you that when i faced my rock bottom when i had to face my inner demons it took drastic action to get myself out of it and it took a long time look it's 2022 it's literally 12 years later and it was 11 11 11 that drastic action took place by leaving germany behind to go work and live on a cruise ship to just begin a new life and to figure this stuff out it took 11 years i was initiated for 11 years into this shadow healing and today i can share with you the transformational journey I can give you a heading and if I were to give you the heading what the transformation is named it would be from wounded healer to empowered shadow healer if you find yourself to be the one that's drawing the line in the sand in your family you are the healer of the family you are the one that heals yourself and empowers yourself by drawing the line in the sand by saying nope it stops here I want to create something different I am not going to create the trajectory that my lineage was on I'm going to create something new and that was the decision I made because my parents were the most positive people they were always believing in their dreams they always had these big ideas and they were always practicing positive thinking and they never managed to manifest the dream their soul had for them which is their purpose they did manifest it that's wrong they did manifest it in the sense that they helped their daughter to find their way what I mean is that they didn't manifest the personal dream they had, the dream of freedom and money and good relationships and doing work that is meaningful and that has purpose. That was something they were always seeking, 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 and they never got to enjoy the fruits of their labor. They did get to enjoy the fruits of their labor in witnessing their daughter that they did and at the end of their life I was able to feel how proud they were of me even if they didn't say it so no life is wrong no not at all in the context of soul 
it's all about evolution so they definitely mastered their own evolution and their next life will look different because of it but in the here and now in the present life of creating heaven on earth they often lived through their own personal hell with no way out not realizing how they could change this trajectory your personal hell is just the manifestation of the dysfunctional aspect of your gift that's it there's no right or wrong here remember there's no dogma I'm not telling you what to believe just feel how that resonates within your heart within your body and if you've created it you can uncreate it you can turn it around into the experience of heaven on earth while honoring that being human is messy it's not perfect there's no need to love and light wash it's okay to feel the hard feelings of anger and rage and frustration and fear and fear that actually freezes you that fear has to be felt so it can unthaw it's okay to feel sad and grief and it's okay to feel guilty and to feel shame those are one of the hardest feelings to feel guilt and shame so all of that entails shadow healing all of that is bravery is courage is strength and while an Akashic Records reading can tell you all about who you are at soul level what your spiritual gift is what your divine potential is that you brought here on earth to embody it is the Akashic clearing work that will not only clear negative karmic blocks and restrictions instantaneously at soul level you're wiping the slate clean but as a human it will take new action and sometimes that is drastic action and it will take shadow healing which is befriending your inner world and your emotions and rewiring your heart set your emotions the feelings you're feeling learning to navigate the full range the emotional scale from really hard feelings that society has labeled as negative and bad while negative is actually neutral in the Akashic Records and positive is neutral in the Akashic Records it's just the range and you get to choose what you want to feel more of and I've talked about emotional brain training in past episodes as well especially the episode about self-love leadership I will make sure to link these episodes in the show notes that you can find 
on soulhealthmentor.com so you know that there are shadow healing tools that I've worked with myself that can make it easier for me for you and emotional brain training introduced me to shadow healing there are more tools that I used as I progressed and evolved and grew but that is a perfect level one tool to begin shadow healing so now you know the full scope of what an Akashic reading, clearing, and healing activation does for you. It promotes your relationship with the divine and your inner world in the way you experience it, true to you and only you. Thank you so much for being here and listening. And remember to check out the show notes on soulhealthmentor.com to find the emotional brain training tool <laughs> via the two episodes that I created for you. See you and hear you next week. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. If you like what you heard, Please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing. 